Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yo, what up? All right. Okay. So, does yours say it's recording or not? Yeah, I got like this little message like, hey, you're going to be recording. So, wait for it. And then now's the time to say something. And I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's recording now. Uh, it can record for up to an hour. All right. I just want to talk that exactly that long, but it goes for an hour. All right. So, anyways. I'm down with that. Uh, fuck, I just got off the phone with AJ, and he was like, dude, I wanted to get in, but he's got to go. Uh, I guess he has, he's got, uh, not, uh, not hamsters, what's the other one? Gerbils. Yeah, I think gerbils. Guinea pigs or something. Or guinea, no, guinea pigs. I think he said he got guinea pigs. Or guineas, or I don't know what he's got, but I guess he got two of them, and I guess they can't be in the same. They can't be in the same uh, cage or whatever. So he, he was doing that, and then he's bouncing out to go to uh, swimming or something. So, bruh, he wants to try tomorrow. We could try to get in tomorrow. See if we can record. I'm down with that. That's that family life, dude. It, dude, I don't have. We don't have no kids. We just have the dog and ourselves. And like, I still get caught up in like, hey cook this dinner for yourself and then like we're gonna run to the store to get meat so it just happens dude i mean it's just one of those things yeah bro i mean i was supposed to i wanted to do like a load of laundry today and do shit like (laughs) dude like basically this morning started off i was like i was trying to sleep in a little bit because i knew the day i was gonna have a day off yeah but anyways mom was going ham with all kinds of noise and I got up and then just like I got I was up and then uh, he was like are you gonna come over to you know later and I was like yeah I'll go over later but not like right now and then uh, just I was like on Pokemon and then I got lazy and then I like had something to eat and then I went to the bank and then I came back uh, and then in in that I've been watching like the guys of the trailer. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> probably like 25 times now. <laughs> like I get, I know that it's only a two minute thing. But yeah. Taking the context, I watched it like 25 times. Yeah. That's like it's almost an hour. <laughs> okay, so I've seen like King Ghidorah, and there's Mothra, obviously, and then obviously they sh- they showcase Godzilla, which was again. I know you and I have touched on this like years and years ago, or not years and years, but a long time ago about that was my biggest gripe with the first of the newer Godzillas was like he had, you know, four seconds of screen time throughout the movie and that irritated me because it's like it's kind of like with the Transformers movies, you know, you expect that that's going to be like it's in the title, you know what I'm saying? Like That was my biggest thing is like had that been called anything else, like Godzilla still could have been in the name, but had it been called anything else, then I could have been more understanding. But literally, the movie was called Godzilla, and he had the smallest part, <laughs> even compared to the 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 aliens that he ended up fighting. Like that bothered me, man. That did. So like, it looks like they're trying to write the ship. Well, here, like I think the first one they had to. 
I don't think the people are ready for, were ready for it at that point in time. Like Pacific Rim came out, it kind of was just like a drop in the bucket, kind of. Yeah. But I think everybody knew that Godzilla was going to be it, but they couldn't just it couldn't just be a straight monster movie. Yeah. With like no context because nobody can understand it. But now that it's now that that whole that whole happened, I mean, like on the other podcast I recorded a little bit ago, like that was made a certain way. Yeah, I don't got a problem with the movie, like at all. But this one, like, they aren't they aren't tied down to like, okay, we're gonna tease Godzilla so that way we can get all the hardcore Godzilla yeah. and see what it is what we did we did with them. And they don't yeah. make it so much of a movie. This can be a straight up just like sit down, plug in, and just watch shit explode. Yeah, they don't. No, to, I agree. They don't have to get into like how these things are even possible. They just are now. They're just, and that's what I kind of touched on that because I was like, you know what? Even looking ahead, like, uh, legendary, and I think Warner Brothers has something to do with it, but I think they're just barely married to the to the Godzilla franchise. But legendary now, I think, because if I think the film is gonna do well, like, I, I think that they're gonna it's gonna do well, and then you not only here but overseas, like, I think they're gonna do spinoffs, and now they have their own their own like, like universe yeah their own thing going for them like fast and the furious is one transformers is another one obviously marvel's got what they got dc's got what they got um mission impossible is now coming out with i don't know if the sixth one already <laughs> uh, you know every every you know even the lord of the rings like they brought that back dude i'm i'm pumped for that tv show like we got amazon prime this past year, that was like our treat for like we got into this house. And that was like the thing, like we're gonna do this, like bona fide. And you know what? It was Angel that sold me. Like it was a hard sell, dude. She was like, you know, if you're even remotely buying even just like twice a year, like Christmas and birthday stuff online, because I work, I work too much that so like I I don't have the time. I just don't have the time. So like to go out and shop and do all this. So she was like. Even if it's just you buying gifts twice a year, get Amazon Prime. The sh- the two day shipping alone pays for itself, but you get this service that you get to stream like the Amazon Prime Video. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a. She said it was like that, like Netflix is side A, and then Amazon Prime is side B, like the set. Like this, she sold it to me is like, if you ever run out of things or like you know you're just not feeling Netflix. You hop over to Amazon Prime, and there's, like, just as many of a limitless things, like, to watch on there. So, like, she the way that she worded it to me then, I was, like, I, I got with Roche and was, like, we're going to do this. Now, Roche had already wanted, uh, you know, the Prime anyway for the shipping. So, it was just, like, the next natural step, and we got it. And no looking back, dude. There's, there's so much stuff on there. Like, we've watched. There's shows that I want to watch that are on there that I haven't had the time or, you know, that. I'm interested in that's coming out like the new Jack Ryan with uh, John Krasinski from yeah. the office first and foremost. And then a quiet place, like after a quiet place, I was like bonafide because he's an executive producer on it. I was like, that's it. Like I, it just clicked. And I was like, that's, that's something next month that comes out. So, but I, I had a question I wanted to bounce off of before. Cause that, that's side, side, side question it here. Uh, so, 
this all started, this whole universe, obviously, like, it was hinted at a larger universe in Godzilla, but it was during King Kong that this, like, really all, like, it came to a head, you know what I'm saying? So where was King Kong in this trailer? Like, is, I, he, is, well, he's in the universe. No, he's, he has to he's definitely in the universe, and I know they're, they're, they're doing a King Kong versus Godzilla, and it's going to be after this one, but, I like, I, I think it, I think uh, Pacific Rim, and I, I talked. I talked about it a lot in my other podcast that I just I just recorded. But okay, so Pacific Rim is currently still on the outside, like they're not tied to them, but they're at the same time they kind of are. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's not because the it's. I mean, it, it is obviously like it's it's as related as like what Gundams could be to, like, the Voltron animated series on Netflix, which is great, by the way, or, like, what, you know, same precipice is, like, Transformers, but I feel like it would be a stretch to get these universes, like King Kong, Godzilla, and th- this whole side to mesh with the Pacific Rim side, because that, to me, Pacific Rim is, like, futuristic. It's it to me. It's like fifty years from now at the very earliest or more. Well, so it's like and Godzilla sent like present day. Well, like today. I went to go watch Pacific Rim and I've not watched it on. Uh, I don't know what I've been watching it on, but I've watched it on, and I want to buy it because I I don't know. Pacific Pacific Rim one was good, but to me it was like a li- it lagged in a little bit of pace like. It was like a tad slow. Like it took a while for them to start fighting. But yeah. Pacific Rim too. I mean, it's like you get the beginning of it is kind of like Transformers ish, and then like immediately like things go haywire, and then the Jaegers are fighting. There's a there's a rogue Jaeger, yeah, Gypsy Danger, or fighting one of the other Jaegers, and then it's like then there's the they summon the Kaiju, and then it's like there's Three, three kaijus versus four Jaegers, and then a big <laughs> kaiju to fight all the Jaegers, and it's winning. And like yeah. it, it happens like really, like the movie's not very long, and, and it happens really quick. Anyways, part two I think was better than part one, just as far as like blow them up, action nonstop, right? Like, I mean, the story was there, but it, just kind of how I feel like in this Godzilla, like Godzilla one was it was kind of slow. You could say it was slow pace, but they had to go that way. Like, you can't just throw yeah. a, a monster royale out of nowhere. It's not gonna make any sense. Yeah. But Pacific Rim Two got rid of you know didn't have to go that route, and they just won't, you know, pedal to the metal. But I I agree, I agree and disagree, but I'll get to that. Okay, but they in the end of the movie, uh, they say that they're gonna send the Jaegers through the rift. Which is and send them to the alien universe, but yeah. I think they can do that and miss the universe and send them to another Earth. Oh yeah, the, no, like there's in, like an interstellar type deal. We got the, we got the other Earth being from. the one with Godzilla, King Kong, Ghidorah, Mothra, and all of them. Like they could just pop up. It's yeah. not. It's not out of the question. Uh, yeah. And King. To answer the King Kong question, like where is he? Um, 
I don't think he's gonna be in this movie because this movie's overloaded with like monster shit, anyways. Yeah. So what I think is gonna happen, and I, me and Adam had talked about this too. Like he was like, "How are they gonna bring all these monsters together? And how are they gonna do all this? And what, what do you think is gonna happen?" And I told him, "Okay, look. In this movie, you've got three flyers. You have Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah. Like they all fly. Godzilla's on the land." Like he fucking do shit, really against. Uh, <laughs> really, in reality, if you if you size it up in that aspect, like, okay, like Rodan's really fast, so is Mothra, and Ghidorah's got three heads that can fucking blast you from other directions. Like, Godzilla yeah. really doesn't stand square up with any of them, like head on. Like, if you if you balance it out, like okay, the meteors in the other one were kicking his ass. And they didn't even have powers, like really. They were just they just existed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mothra's got whatever power they're gonna give her. Uh Ghidorah's got electricity and it looks like the ability to summon a fucking hurricane. <laughs> so I, I thought that was I thought that was weird. I was like, all right. Like that's cool. I mean that's in, it's interesting. I, I'm just like, okay, well, like how can Godzilla actually stack up against it? And I don't think he does. See, I think to keep this movie from being overcrowded, even though they're gonna show all the all what they're gonna show, I think Godzilla. I think Rodan comes out first, and I think they're gonna kill him off. But Rodan comes out first; he's gonna start just terrorizing the land, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna go find Godzilla. He's gonna come out, and they're gonna quickly figure out that he can't do shit. He's not fast enough. He he doesn't fly. Uh, so they're gonna either a bring out Mothra or or b bring out Ghidorah as to counterbalance it. Like, okay, well they're gonna team up with Godzilla to get rid of Rodan. Yeah, and I think it's gonna backfire. Well, I think okay. So let let's let's take a step back here. So the 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 trailer I did watch it again two more times before this in preparation for this. So I and I'm basing obviously this is just like wild assumption. I haven't looked at... I try to avoid, like, anybody else's opinion of it on the internet, like, reading somebody else's opinion. I feel like that's cheap. So, this is just from my my point of view. Okay, so you have this lady who's Vera Farmiga. That's, she was Norma Bates, and she was from The Departed. Those are, like, the only two things I can think that she was in off the yeah, top of my head. Yeah, another hot one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the mom. So, she's playing... And it looks like in the in in and they only show it, but Millie Bobby Brown, which is eleven, right? She's looking at that picture, and it's like the dude that's like, "Are you out of your mind?" And then like, yeah, it looks like the- her. It looks like they're the family, right? So she's like their estranged daughter, like they're divorced now. So she's like two weeks with crazy mom, and then two weeks with like alcoholic dad. You know, whatever it's gonna be. I, I got that, or I got that they're scientists and they're like tracking down, trying to save the world, and they don't involve her. Yeah, or, they never or something. Time. But then now she's automatically involved because, like, there's a, it's a Godzilla movie. There's got to be people in it, right? Right. So they do all this, and I remember because again, I did not watch King Kong. Which, I, from the more I say it, I'm like, I need to watch. Bro, this. you need to watch this. Fuck. I know, thing. but I did see. It's well, hold on, hold on. It's, it's straight up like they land on the island and it just goes to shit like immediately. <laughs> like there's yeah, there's, I heard... there's no break in the movie like. 
And I heard there's like four minutes of story, and the other two hours is just total ass beat. The whole movie, dude. Like, so I heard, the movie, I heard that, but I never watched it. The movie myself. was just a setup for this Godzilla that's coming out, but it's good, dude. Like, uh, I I bought the movie like because it's that good, and because like just on on his island, there's other monsters there, like, and he's the last one. There's other, there were other cons, but they got got defeated. Yeah, but yeah. Um, well, where were you at? <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah. So that where where led me into that. So they got this whole family aspect, but then that you know they're showing like Sizzle Reel, like King Ghidorah, Mothra, Godzilla, like they're going through the motions, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's that dude who played Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. He was like, all hell to the king, right? So then that that I've watched it like three times, right? And him mentioning it so i obviously think of godzilla one and then there's king Ghidorah, and that's two and then there's king kong so that's three right but again since we me and rache never actually watched king kong yeah at that end credit scene that dude that he's talking to loki he's like you didn't really think that there was only one king out there. Whatever his line was, I'm paraphrasing. Right, no, no, I know. So then they show, it looks like Godzilla standing underneath King Ghidorah, and King Ghidorah is like three times taller than him. He's massive, dude. Like, well, like, I, like Godzilla has his arms like reached up, and like his neck is all arched back, and he's looking up, and it was just like, it was like us standing over a crap, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the feeling I got from it. No, it is. So, the poster at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Ghidorah is huge. He's a complete, yeah. like his his heads, which are the three the three heads. Like one of them is wrapped around Godzilla's body, while the other two are staring at him, like ready to blast on him. <laughs> that, that's the poster. That's the the San Diego Comic Con poster. I guess if you went, you actually got in to see that trailer specifically. Somebody better meme that like, like finances got me like, and then like one head is like bills, one head is like. Life expenses and the other expenses like groceries. Somebody better do it, dude. Yeah, no. Most, well, the most reaction absurd. online has been pretty like, but we're gonna jump. Well, before we finish it up, I mean, Warner Brothers released four trailers: with Shazam, Aquaman, Venom. Or I don't know. Maybe they just talked about Venom a little bit, and then was Godzilla. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so now, now that we're onto that. But hold on. Venom. I think I think he's saying long live the king. It could be any one of those. Could, yeah, but that that leads me like where where Monarch comes in at the very end of King Kong, and he was like, he's not the only king out there. Is he referring to King Kong, who's throughout the movie because that was King Kong's movie, or was he talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or was he talking about King Ghidorah? And then this dude, Tywin Lannister, he's like, I'll hail the king, and I'm like. No, I feel like they give him that line as like because this is his first big project since he got killed on Game of Thrones. And to to my knowledge, don't crucify me. I don't know that. I don't have no fact check right now. But this is like his first big thing. So I feel like he was given this line naturally as like a subtle nod to Game of Thrones one and then two because there's multiple kings going to be in this universe. So King Ghidorah, you know, Godzilla, and then King Kong. And I was like, okay, so. This all got set up at the end of King Kong, which automatically ties him to this universe, no matter what. Yeah, no, he. I think, yeah. like I said, I I think because the movies the movies crowded. Like, you've got humans, you've got Mothra, you've got King Ghidorah, and you got Godzilla, who's 
it looks like they go down to the ocean to go find him or they just bump into him. I'm not 100% sure of, you know, you know, that aspect of it. But uh, basically, I think that Godzilla gets his ass whipped at the end of this movie. Or throughout the movie. Probably somebody has throughout to come the save movie, him. And I think he ends. I don't think, I don't think Mothra or Ghidorah die. I'm going to just throw that out there. Like, I don't, I mean, I, and I don't want to sound corny, but it, Mothra is a butterfly. And, I mean, if the kids are going to watch it, it's, fa- it's supposed to be family entertainment. You know, uh-huh. This is not an R-rated movie, obviously. If they kill a butterfly off, a big butterfly, you know, one that you could see L was going to in, gonna touch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just bad. That's just bad marketing. That's just bad direction. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're killing <laughs> him off or her off. Godzilla obviously is not getting killed off because Godzilla versus King Kong is happening, I think, two years later. So that's and Ghidorah, I don't believe they're killing off either. Because there's uh, Rodan's in the movie, and I just think that Rodan is going to be a bigger part of the movie than what is being led to believe right now at this point. And I think that's the only sacrificial lamb in the movie. Yeah. The, how I see it going forward, it's supposed to be King Kong versus Godzilla, but I think it's really going to be, you're going to have this. You're going to have King Kong and Godzilla, two land-based animals, and you're going to still have Mothra and Ghidorah, two flyers. So I think you're going to get a variation of, it probably is going to be King Kong and Ghidorah versus Mothra and Godzilla. And then I think at some point uh, is it'll be Ghidorah, King Kong, and Mothra versus uh, or King Kong, Godzilla, and Mothra versus Ghidorah. It'll take yeah. three of them to take to take down the one with the three heads. So that's that's kind of how I see it shaping out, like the fights. It is going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, I think that's they're they're actually going to scrap. You know, coming up soon. He may actually make a cameo in this movie. Maybe they're going to have to go bring him at the end of the movie because Godzilla gets not KO'd for a little bit. You know, it's not an it's not out of the realm of possibility. There's there's several things that are like I had touched on in my other podcast. Like this in the realm of possibility. Like it's not impossible that. Uh, the Jaegers and Pacific Rim show up. Well, yeah, I mean, just just because, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Like, it's kind of like dealing with the bank. At the end of the day, regardless, it's a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like it or don't like it, it's a business. And it's like, I know that there's some rich asshole sitting out there that's like, what's the most money we can make off of these franchises without it being, like, super corny? And I feel like the end of Pacific Rim 2 widely opens that or leaves it in my opinion open to you know eventually kind of like what this new venom movie is it's at least a bridge you know what i'm saying like it's it's squarely foothold is in the universe itself but it's not you know direct but it's a bridge nonetheless yeah no totally i think i think just the money the money aspect and like I said, I think I think this film is going to do well. I think Legendary is going to open up 
Toho, they're going to open up a checkbook to Toho like, hey, man, Toho has got like, <laughs> you remember those monster games we had? Uh, I think I was playing them on the Wii. Who was it? Me and Adam. Toho's got like 30 monsters or more. I don't know how many monsters they have. Um, they can, to, uh, Legendary can just open up the checkbook like, hey, we'll give you 50 million for the rest of them. Yeah. Just, we're going to just, and I think they're, I think they're going to do that. I think uh, they've got their baby, their version of a universe that can, and I think it, you know, just like you said, there's some rich asshole out there like that's got like, hey, you know what? Each of these movies makes us 200 million, 250 million, 300 million. If we put 80 million dollar, 100 million dollar budget, we're still gonna make a profit. Let's yeah. make eight of these movies. Star, you know, Star Wars got their own thing going on. Uh, okay, so we just a little bit of like the Fast and Furious. I think the Fast and Furious is finally flaming out, but not after eight movies were made. And it's not like in 10 years they can't reboot it. Yeah, somebody honestly, dude, like this to the point with this franchise that I'm like, The Rock had to come in and save it, and I'm I'm as tired of The Rock as the next person is. Glad to see him doing well with his life, but I'm just like, dude, you know, like he's okay. So him and Jason Statham, I didn't watch the last one. I didn't I'm watch. Just it. tired. I'm tired of this franchise already, but I know that there was a whole Rock and beefing with everyone else. Because he's, I mean, the guy, the guy is hard to deal with. He's got to be. Anyone that brings in that much money, he's got to be hard to deal with. But well, I, he's, you know, I don't know if the Rock is. I know he. That's what they said. Like Vin Diesel was lazy, and the Rock was like gung ho. But to me, the Rock is very, very. Like he, he's pumping out a lot of movies. Like he hasn't stopped pumping out movies since yeah. like. Um, he, he was tied. I think I don't know if he was tied to Disney. He was making those corny kids movies. <laughs> Eleanor, he was a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, there was that one and the one where uh the kids were aliens and then there's a meme of it. And, oh, dude, that movie was bad. The uh, not the British Terrapin. I know. I keep thinking it was a British Terrapin, but they're, they're the kids are from outer space. And he just randomly is our taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know you're talking about. There's a meme of it where it's like the girl's sitting in the back and and then like the rock turns around, looks at her like all crazy. Because she says (laughs) something. (laughs) I I know the meme of it, but I can't think of the name of the movie either. But since. Yeah, it'll it'll come to me, dude. I watched. He's steadily been in Jumanji. He's been in The Fast and Furious. He's done several movies on his own. Well, dude, like, I still feel like his best movie was Moana. And that, the, like, that movie, dude, that one, that movie was bad. It was, that was, a, it was a great movie. Two, I feel like his, one of my other favorite movies of his was Central Intelligence, and I hate Kevin Hart. But he was actually pretty good in that movie. Both of them were, actually. But I feel like San Andreas, because we grew up in California, and that, like, plays off of that, like, San Andreas fault ready to go off at any time. So it's like, that's obviously going to be in there. Where he was, uh, where her, he was her, her, helico- a helicopter pilot? <laughs> yeah. Expert level. Hercules, dog shit. Let's be honest. No, Hercules was dog shit. Um, he did a movie that not many people watched with the dude that ended up playing the Punisher. It was called Snitch. That was pretty good. A little cheesy, but it was pretty good. 
Um, yeah, he's done. He's done all the Fast and Furious, and I'm again, I'm tired of seeing him. But um, that one that to me set him off on the path that he's on now. Well, besides the other guys, was that movie Faster? That was like his first leading role ish type action bona fide action hero. Um, that to me is still one of my favorite movies of his, as well as that you remember this with Sean William Scott. Like, I was in high school when it came out. That movie Southland Tales. Yeah, where like the two people they get close to each other, they die. So there was that, and I just feel like. To me, outside of the first Doom movie and Walking Tall, like this dude has taken on so much stuff that it's like eventually you have to come to the realization that the guy's got a lot on his plate. He's come a long way, but I don't believe, I still do not believe, and no one will ever convince me that he's enough to save the Fast franchise. Well, like it needs to just go away. And I'm not. Walker's done. Like, I'm just saying it because, like, at this point, we're paying for Vin Diesel to be on vacation the other nine months of the year when he's not filming these movies, well, and it's sad. That, that's where I was getting at. I see. I think his the rock style clashes with Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel does, like, I, I don't know what Vin Diesel's been doing outside of Fast and Furious. I know when the Fast and Furious really made it big, like, um, part six or part seven. Yeah. Uh, he went and redid, uh, you know, Riddick, you know, with Bautista. You remember that one? Yeah. And I think he did another one where he was, I don't know what he was doing. I think he was like, he had a sword and he was like hunting witches. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> but like since then, he really just went down. And then like, I know he did Triple X. And I actually watched that on Amazon Prime like the other day. Like, the one with Ruby Rose and like Sam Jackson and they brought Ice Cube. And that actually was a decent movie. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, it looked just like Fast and Furious. It looked just like any other action movie. You know, just, you know, with Vin Diesel in it. But I think I think that's the style that's clashing. Like, Vin Diesel's this uber Hollywood dude that's like, he only wants to do like one movie a year and some projects. And he's kind of laxful. Like, okay. The race to which mountain? That's what it was race called. Which and and the rock, the rock is like full throttle, man. Like he wants to get done with one movie, he wants to do like three three <laughs> things at the same time. Film like, fourteen movies at the same time. Yeah, and then get to the next movie and push it. Like he don't got time for. To me, it's like he don't got time for reshoots. He don't got time for. Uh, you know what I mean? Like for yeah. actors to be ha- holding up his time, like his his sweet damn time. Like I can imagine Vin Diesel in the trailer. Like I'm not getting out there until I get my, my chicken garnish out of tacos. You know where, you know what I mean? Like I'm moving <laughs> to get my chicken taquitos and my garnish out of tacos in my, in my guacamole, in extra, my specific you know? guacamole down from sunset Avenue over at this place. Like <laughs> I'm not moving. And I could imagine the rock like, Hey man, uh, I got to fucking do some other shit here. And like, a week. We're gonna get this fucking movie done or not. Now I can see that like they're clashing because of that. Um whatever happened with the fast I didn't watch the last one. I don't know if there's even a possibility for a ninth. I know it was the the fate of the Furious. I think that was the last one. 
But I don't know. I don't really know if they're making another one, man. I mean, they probably will just because, like, I think because okay. So back to where it started, that franchise, like, it's like full gear towards a spinoff for like the Luke, the Luke Hobbs or his Hobbs character and Jason Statham. Oh no, totally, totally. Like, like, uh, Universe is not going to give that up. I mean, even even I didn't watch the Fast of the Eight or the Fate of the Eight or whatever. Uh, it's not like that movie didn't make a couple hundred million. Yeah. So they're gonna get another movie or two out of it. Yeah. Squeeze it till one of those movies they pump a hundred million to it and only produces like seventeen million opening weekend. Yeah. Like no, I agree. Until they the end of the, way. the worst part about it is right. So okay, so where we first started again, you know, spinoffs and all this. Like I think we start we started on in on Venom. I'll get back to that. But I feel like. There's franchises out there that are like, like we're dude. You gotta understand, like the fast franchise started as like street racing and you know robbing semis and all this stuff. It's gone so far out of control that you don't realize how bad this franchise is until you go back and look at the first two, you know, or I would even say three, whatever that. May Tokyo be. Drift. Yeah, but it's just like and that and I think that movie was like. They should have stopped it then, but they made more. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad, dude. Like other than the cars, like that probably has to in my opinion, of the ones that I watched, that has the worst of the stories of all of them. But it understandably, I feel like the series was trying to go away from Vin Diesel, trying to go away from all that. Because uh, again, I don't know nothing, but apparently he's been this hard to work with for a lot of years, and I don't I don't blame. I don't understand it, but I don't blame studios not wanting to work with them, but still end up working with them, which is irritating. Because, like, out in the real world, in my job, it's been a, it's been a number of months, but I have worked with people that are so incredibly difficult to work with, yet they still have a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. They still make a ton of money. They still, you know, it's it's there. It's all there, right? So you you take it from that aspect, and it's like, why is Vin Diesel still a thing? And you know, and you owe a lot to that, a lot of that to The Rock. You know, rebooted his career, which is nuts. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, oh, where, um, we side, before, where we sidetracked? I know, but before we we were talking about the universes, but. DC, I don't know if you watched the Aquaman trailer or not. Did you watch it? I Okay, so to be fair, I did watch all of what... I didn't watch no Comic-Con press conferences. I don't have the time for that. Yeah. Today, I filled my day with Pokemon Go and two naps, and I played State of Decay for a little while, and then me and Rache were watching the Harry Potter movies because we, we spit shook on that we were going to watch these movies eventually. My goal was towards the end of the year and for whatever reason last night I was like, let's do it. We were sitting down to eat dinner and we started watching the first one. These are I feel like they're underrated for their time because these movies are old now. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they're like I, I, old. I had never watched more than twenty minutes at a time of any of these movies before. And now I get to just binge watch them all. You know what I'm saying? So so we started in on that and I would dude, I fell asleep last night like at eight thirty. And I woke up at like six this morning <laughs> and I got up, we had, we had breakfast. We finished the last little bit of the first one from last night that I fell asleep during. And I took a nap, dude. 
I've taken two naps today. Granted, not very long, but I have taken two today. Like weekends now that I actually have them are like spent with like the obvious just catching Pokemon. Dude, I'm all out of Pokeballs. Pissing me off. And taking a nap and, you know, doing just adult shit outside of work, you know? Right. But I feel like I didn't give these movies enough credit or time or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it, for a lot of years. And I'm kicking myself now because I'm like, granted, this is not my cup of tea, per se, because there's no, you know, limbs getting hacked off and there's no one one flying around in suits. You know, there's none none of that. It comes later, the... The last, the last one's like from the Order of the Phoenix onwards. Is like it gets really good. Yeah, it it actually gets like there's several like you know how like we just said like it's nowhere near how it started. Yeah, like the very first one is kind of, to me the very first Harry Potter is borderline cheesy. Like, oh, he got an invite from you know Hogwarts. And he's gonna go and jump into the wall, and he's gonna end up in the magical, uh, <laughs> on the magical train. Like that's kind of stupid, like right. But once it gets down to it, like towards the end, like Voldemort is, he touches, you know, he touches Harry when he's little. But then they come to find out that they touched wands later on, and then hey, bro, I made that for. I, I know. Literally <laughs> just finished the second one. Like the because I think what what is her. There's six or seven, but the last the last one is like Dude, two- there are there are ten. The pack that we bought on Prime Day is eight movies. So granted the last two are one giant movie. Yeah, but they're but they're separated into two parts. Yeah, but let's be honest, I'm not about to sit and watch no five that's why it came out as watch no five hour movie at the movie theater. That's not like a Lord of the Rings. Like the only way I'm gonna do that is if like if it's a Game of Thrones or like the next Infinity War, if it's like a seventeen hour movie, of course. But I understand why they split that up into two movies. But so we're gonna watch all these eight. We got all eight of them for like twenty five bucks on Prime Day. Dude, I'm, they're you got still. It, you got it on DVD or you? Or is it like somehow? No, they're on. They're on DVD. I, dude, I was telling Rache like last Christmas. I almost pulled the trigger on it, and I should have because Rache is like anti Blu-ray. Like no feeling of any sort of difference between DVD and Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, like, to me, I'm like, watch a Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get it. It's not, like, the huge, like, to me, I'm like, I enjoy movies. I enjoy it. Like, it's just what I do. So, like, you know, like, I bought, okay, for instance, uh, the Wolverine, not Logan, but the the actual Wolverine. Mm-hmm. When I first moved here to town, we bought it on Blu-ray. It was on, it was on sale for, like, seven bucks. And I was, like, trying to convince. I was, like, it's going to convince you. And, I, you know, granted, it doesn't look the most different. But that movie's 10 years old now almost. But I have it. One of the best buys that I ever had. I bought, like, The Departed on Blu-ray for $5. It's great. Dude, The Departed's on Netflix. I watched it the other day with Mom. And she was, like, oh, my God. What movie is this? (laughs) Oh, my God. Jack Nicholson? Yeah, you you should have just been... Oh yeah, dude! Like that—that that movie. You just gotta tell him, like, dude, it's a Martin Scorsese movie with Jack Nicholson. I know. I can tell. Like, that's all you gotta say. I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this movie. It's on Netflix. And she's like, what is it? I was like, oh, it's the depot, the depatted. The depatted. Like, what? And I was like, it's, <laughs> it's the depatted. And she was like, Dean. And I started watching it, right? And she was doing something, and like, she popped in, like, 
10 or 15 minutes into the movie, but then she was like, oh my God, is that, is that that one guy's girlfriend? Ooh, she's going to be with him? <laughs> and then she was like, I don't know, like, they threw the, they threw the police chief off the roof, right? And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's a good movie, man. But she was like blown away. And then she was like, oh my God, Jack Nicholson cusses so much. Oh, yeah. Dude, remember when we watched Fury? Like, she didn't even last, dude. Like, she got, like, four minutes in that movie and was like, this is too much. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, like, I was like, come on. I know, but, he, but yeah. like, I think it's Matt Damon, right? I don't know. I I can't get the character's name. Matt Damon is, he gets shot by Mark Wahlberg at the very end, right? Yeah. And she was it's, like, it's, mm, it's, that's what he gets. That's what he gets. <laughs> Because yeah, the character's been such a bitch, dude. And then he was like, oh, uh, William's going to get the Medal of Honor. I don't know what kind of medal he was going to get, right? Yeah, he was going to get, like, the Medal of Honor. The Medal of Valor. He was going to get everything, dude. And then he was, he was being the biggest bitch, even though, like, there was, like, some sideways plot into it. Like, they both knew that they were some insider, but then Leo's character found out who it was, and then Matt Damon, uh, you know... He found out who it was, and then they were trying to like. Then they knew who each other were, you know. And then he put one in the hard drive, dude, in the elevator. Boom. Yeah, like it was just like there was like like several juicy layers to that movie, and like Bob couldn't believe it. Like she was ready to explode. Yeah, dude, that that still is like top five movies for me, dude. Just because it's that has great story, great action, great pacing, great direction. I mean, dude, it had it had an all star cast. It had characters, dudes like Mark Wahlberg, you know, and and Matt Damon, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like that movie was Ben at one Ben Affleck short of like an Oscar. And I hate to say that because even... other than the town, yeah, other than the town, I feel like Ben Affleck is dog shit. But had he been in that exactly. movie, I would, he, like he would have set it over the top. Dude. Dog shit, but he did dogma, so that's all right. <laughs> dude, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I had I had them watch. Uh, me, Adam, and Bob are watching fucking um, Gangs in New York. Oh, dude, mom, mom's like, I sit through that. No, uh, no we way. watched it. Dude, no we watched it in two nights. Like the, we started it, and then like we didn't finish. But she was like, Yeah, it's like a four-hour movie. Dude. Yeah, it was that completely was hooked on that movie too. She's like, Oh my god, what is this movie? And I was like, Dude, you gotta watch it, like. Gangsta. Well, I know she's all like Daniel Day Lewis is her side piece. I know Daniel, so. Daniel Day Lewis, dude. That movie has got like everybody in it too, like. And Liam Neeson, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, well, Liam Neeson's only in it for the very beginning. He gets hacked up by the the preacher. Cameron Diaz by, is in there. You know, I remember Daniel Day Lewis's character? I can't think of the name right this second. The butcher. <laughs> the butcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was another movie they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't believe. But that, I think those days of those movies are over. I think everybody's doing these shared universes where each actor gets their own franchise and Marvel's actually spearheading it. But yeah, I don't know, like uh the Harry Potter movies, man, they're good, dude. Like I, I think it's been a while since I watched them and like nobody that I know here watches them, even though I watched them. Like, I watched them all on most of them on TV. I think I yeah. one or two in the theaters. But I wasn't gonna go pay the money to go see it because I'm. Now I wasn't gonna go by myself. 
Yeah. But they're, they're, okay. they're, it, I mean, it's pretty much the Lord of the Rings, to me, dropped the ball because they came out with the three. And I think the three Lord of the Rings trilogy is better than any particular movie of Harry Potter. But Harry Potter made eight movies and all eight movies were a success. And it took Lord of the Rings like a decade to get to even make it. Well, I, I feel like there's there's just differences. Like, it's it's as what it would be in the same principle of, like, DC and Marvel movies. They're both superhero. They're classified as superhero movies. So, I think these... I think it's and, you know, fantasy, like... Yeah. And then, like, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, though not in the same vein, are, like, what would be, like, fantasy sci-fi adventure movies, right? Right. So, it would be, you know, like, to me, those are the comparisons, right? So... I feel like Lord of the Rings were geared more towards adults, and I'm not gonna say Harry Potter is geared for children. It's not at all, because like when we're starting, like once you start peeling back the layers of this of this franchise, like what well, was what we're doing now, I'm starting to see like I misjudged this as kids' movies. Oh yeah, no, for a long time, and like other than Harry Potter being 11 years old in the first one, and in what would be like you know your junior high going to high school. You know, in the later movie now, he's probably 13 or 12 or 13 or so right now in the second one. So other than that being like, that's like what's driving the story. Like there is a lot of stuff. Like I'd probably have to like Game of Thrones it where I have to watch it all twice because like, I feel like I'm missing stuff now. Like, and that bothers me, but it's also keeping me like hungry for it because it's like, I never watched them. I didn't really ever care. I always thought, like, man, because, like, Lord of the Rings didn't catch that, like, pop culture phenomena, like, where you you can go to, like, a Hot Topic and see, like, Hufflepuff and, you know, like, well, see, that's, that's yeah, what, all this, all this Harry Slytherin, Potter stuff. Yeah, there's, there's Hufflepuff, Slytherin, there's, um, there's the four, the four in schools and the one school. Yeah. I forgot how the other ones are. Gryffindor and then something else. Yeah, Gryffindor and I think Ravenclaw's the last one. Yeah, so there's there's all that. Like you can go into a hot topic arena, whatever that, that's, history store. That's what and I, there's that, something gonna be there. That's where Lord of the Rings dropped the ball because the Lord of the Rings had they, and I know they wanted to be as accurate to the books and and all that as possible, but the the Hobbit spinoffs took too long. Uh, and then just. Like we get, you get nothing now. Like I think Harry Potter is gonna come out with the. Uh, they're gonna come out with the Netflix series, or. Well, they got the that was where that was where this conversation started. Like they had okay, so we have the eight movies that come in this one pack of like, this is like the you know the Harry Potter collection, right? right. But then they had the Fantastic Beast movie, which there's already two of them. Like there's, there's one, one out not this year. Yeah, then the part two is coming out this year, and there's probably going to be a third. And then that, these are like, I don't know nothing about this the series, but these are like what are like a spinoff or like they're based on the book that the kids learn from. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, not know. it's based off of the book that they learn in the Harry Potter world. Yeah, universe. So I know it's by the same author and all that. Like she wrote all them. Or he, you know, whatever. But Yeah, I think his name is uh, J.R. Rowling or something like that. J.K. Yeah. Some something J.K. Simmons. <laughs> anyway, um, so you get there, and it's like even when we finish these eight movies, and they do there, the first one was two hours and forty five minutes long. The second <laughs> one was two hours and forty minutes long. 
And I'm like, so by the time we're done with this, so we're talking like 23 hours of TV time or, you know, movie time by the time we're done. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. So, but so far I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. And I feel like they nailed it. Like from beginning to end, dude, the uh, Marcus Aurelius, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's dad from Gladiator, he plays Dumbledore. Like that's the main dude. Like it, I was like, that's perfect. Like I recognize his voice right away. Uh-huh. And I know, I know that he died in the early 2000s, you know? Yeah, he's and I and I yeah and actually Rache was saying that he gets his part replaced because the actor died and I was like I remember when he died it was like a big thing you know but well in in real life the Professor Snape uh, Alan Rickman or whatever his name uh, he he died as well he's yeah yeah but he they, they, he finished up everything long after yeah uh, he just recently died I think like two years ago maybe three years ago at the most yeah. Uh, I think since I lived here, he's died so in the last two years. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been since he's died, but yeah, dude, totally. Like that's what I mean. Like Harry Potter plug has been steadily plugging away at it. Like you know what I mean. Like they drop little things here and there. Like they're keeping it going. And Lord of the Rings completely dropped the ball, dude. Like, like goddamn the studio or whoever else, dude. But they like. <laughs> There's Harry Potter games, and I know Lord of the Rings had games, and the games were really good, but they, they totally dropped the ball, dude. Yeah, there, there's... there was a huge, I don't know what, 10-year gap between the last Lord of the Rings and the... And the Hobbits. And the Hobbits, like, were literally, there was nothing, and that's not the case with Harry Potter. Everybody... I mean, they had all the games and whatnot. They had, like, all the books and all, like, the, you know, the the graphic novels that came out, but, like, now we're... I think six or seven years removed from the last Hobbit movie. Yeah, and they're finally announcing that Amazon is going to have a Lord of the Rings series, and I know there's a huge, huge amount of backlash from these Lord of the Rings fans, but I'm like, just embrace it for what it is, dude. Like TV, as much as TV has been popular throughout the last, you know, X amount of years, like even before, like when we were children. Like, TV is a phenomena right now because there's so much good quality out there. Like, it's not just on in, in movies anymore. It's not just on the dude, big screen. It's dude. on the small screen. It's I, at your fingertips. I know you can't... You don't got the time to binge watch shit. And you got your plates loaded because there's shit all over the place. Oh, yeah. You gotta hop on. I watched 13 Reasons. Binge watched it. Uh... And I started watching Riverdale. Um, fucking phenomenal, dude. Like, <laughs> they're, 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 to, they're geared for the same audience, but it's a totally different take on things. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even similar. The only thing that's really related is they're young kids in high school, and they got parental issues, in, and there's murders and stuff of that nature. Outside of that, nothing is similar, but... I gotta say, and you know how Thirteen Reasons is popular. Riverdale probably is the better show. Yeah. And well, we never, we never really, we dodged that Thirteen Reasons hype, just because it deals a lot with like mental health, and you know, suicide and like sexual assault and rape and all that shit. And I'm just not down for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I was really desensitized to it for a lot of years, and then you know this. These the creators of this show, for one, they didn't—they really didn't give a fuck about like 
who it was going to offend. They didn't care. They didn't care. Like they wanted to be so like satirical or like provocative. And it's like, I understand you want to do something that you think is like going to address the issue. But when you, when you, when you polarize it, you know, these are polarizing subjects kind of like, you know, back, back when we were, we were into hardcore, you know, this just, for instance, bands, talked about topics that were like not necessarily taboo like kind of what you said on your first podcast like like when you when you were talking about sharp tooth for instance and you were like this is a band that's out there in your you know in your face like talking about all this shit mm-hmm. that like no one wants to talk about but this 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 show had an avenue to be like to show like these are the real consequences like this is all the shit that you know people deal with these days and they did it so carelessly that it's like it completely I now haven't watched a single second of it so I can't really say like anything but just how the the creators of this show talked about you know like like rape and and cyberbullying all this shit they didn't they use this avenue to like mockingly talk about this shit and that's why like I did not watch any fucking not even half a second of the 13 reasons why cuz it's like this is shit that's so serious like i don't want to say a spoof but like they approached it in a way that wasn't respectful to like guess what this shit happens every day so like we completely skipped over that yeah so like the and and to to Rashid's point like these dudes reached out to mental health experts and people for advice to to approach this like with due diligence Due diligence. Should we do this? Should we do that? Yeah, like and everything about everyone how everyone was like, no, and they didn't listen. Yeah, they didn't listen, and like these people like straight up blasted them. And the directors are like, you know, we're making ours, we're doing ours. They didn't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? So like that completely turned turned me off of Thirteen Reasons Why. But I will say Riverdale, since you mentioned it, we've I have I have been like looking at it, and it looks interesting. But I know I know we're coming up on an hour, so I'm gonna say this. Well, I don't know. It just usually it says that the numbers turn red, so maybe yeah. they let us just keep going. But either way, okay. let, let me feel on 13 reasons. Like I had heard about it, you know, it was going around. Everyone was like, "Dude, this show is so wild, right?" Like, so I was like, "Oh, let me check it out," because you know, on Netflix. At that time, I was like, "What else did I have to do, right?" So. You know, it does do a, you know, the first season, and if you're not going to watch, I'll just spoil it, but the first season is pretty much, you know, the girl, the girl, Hannah Baker, she commits suicide, and then she leaves cassettes around that pretty much got 15 reasons why she did it, Uh and it touches on, like, bullying and, like, rape and all this all this shit. Uh, and then it ends, you know, the season ends with, like, her explaining, like, that's well, that's how it happened. Yeah. You know, through and through, I thought the season was really good. I didn't know where they were going to go with season two because it didn't make any sense at the beginning. Like, I was like, well, how, how could she make more, leave more tapes? Like, it didn't make any sense. But they start digging into the other characters' stories, and that's where season two kind of picks up and takes off. Because, like, they don't solve anything in season one. Uh, the mom wanted to sue the school because they felt like they didn't do the job. That's pretty much all of season two is, like, the school's embroiled in his lawsuit. And it's, like, 
the guy's name is Bryce. He's the leader of the school. He's like the class, or the school president, you know, or the high school, you know. He's on the he's yeah. on the baseball team. He's the most popular kid in town. He's gonna go to college. So the lawsuit is against the school, but it's like it's him that they want to take down. They want to put him in jail. But yeah. he's like the golden student, like. You know the school is like one hundred percent has like his back, and then in season two, like they they did put the disclaimer. I felt at season two, um, they were they were heating up. I think like they almost do it uh, a school shooting. They were gonna put that into, you know, it looked like they were going to, but it looked like they chickened out at the last second. Yeah, I know that's a hot subject right now as well, and rightfully so. But like, it felt like that, that they were gonna do it, and they just didn't do it. And I felt like that I cannot give season two anything higher than like an eight out of a ten rating because they, to me, they literally they didn't pull the trigger. Like, I felt that that would have been like a superb ending, just on purely. Like, if you're going to touch on all these issues, you might as well touch on the one that's probably more relevant today, and that's the school shooting. Uh, they could have done the last episode, on that, left it on that cliffhanger, like, you don't know who got injured, you don't know who died, you don't know who's alive, you don't know who's going to come back for season three. Uh, the whole town would have been shook. But they didn't, they didn't go that route. Instead, they, the kid rolls up to the school, and then they stop him, and then they where they run. They take him and they run and the main dude has a gun. He's running too because he's going to get rid of it. Yeah. That, that's, that's 13 reasons it does deal with some sensitive subjects. There's some disclaimers in season two, like on the beginning of every episode. like, there's a disclaimer. But Riverdale, Riverdale's different. Riverdale, uh, it, it's, it's really, it's a whole different beast. Like, Loosely, high school kids and parents and things that happen at the school, but it's it's like a one eighty, but it's it's just as good if not. I think I think it might be a little better, only because it's much faster paced. Like it doesn't take so long to dig into these people's stories. Yeah. And then the 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 episodes are juicier. I don't know. They just somehow there's just more. Like I got mom into watching it. Like, I was already like done with season one, yeah. or like at the end of season one. But I was watching it myself. She hopped in at like either the last episode or two, or the last two episodes of season one, and then we watched like the first three episodes of season two. She was completely. <laughs> I go to work because she's and if she's not working. She's on summer break. Yeah, she watched like all of season one like the next day, like, and she's ho- I come home and she's hollering, dude, like, <laughs> I, like I like I like I haven't been a- attached to characters in series because most of the characters are retarded, but some of the characters in, in Riverdale are like so much better. Like they're they're not they're they're not bland. Like I think Thirteen Reasons kind of does that. Like they bland their characters a little bit. Um, but in, in Riverdale, there's actual characters like there's a serial there, there's a serial killer. There's um 
there's uh no, no, no. there's a one of the is, one of the girls' dads is a monster. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, dude, the characters are so much more better. Uh, the dad's <laughs> this big time construction dude. They're the ones that the leader of this. They're called the Southside Serpents. He's the leader of one of the guys' dad is the leader of the Southside Serpents gang. Dude, uh-huh. it's so juicy. Hold on, if it cuts out, we'll just pick it up real quick. Let me. I don't know if it's gonna cut out. Yeah, if it if it cuts out, let me eat dinner real quick. And then, well, it looks like it's still going. Okay. Yeah, but Riverdale is really good, dude. Uh, I, and I just started watching Hand Hand Handmaid's Tales, and that's another. It's another freak show, bro. I mean, that's on Hulu, but it's. I'm like three episodes in, and it just gets fucking weirder by the episode. Yeah, we I've, we've heard a lot about it, and we were like contemplating getting Hulu for it because, like, that's we are that's where we're at in our stage of adulthood, like. We're looking at other like avenues to like because there's there's other stuff. There's this new, I think it's called the, I think the Black Castle or something. I think what the kid the kid that played it, Bill Skarsgård, whatever his last name is, he's coming out in a in a Hulu original that looks intense. And then, dude, like there's there's okay, so we we're, where we started talking about was. The, the trailers that have come out in the last couple of days. So Aquaman, I feel like it looks good. I don't feel like it's going to be very good, but I'm going to watch it anyway because it's Aquaman. It, it it's just, it, to me, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy, but underwater. Yeah, like, and I feel like that's by that right. I'm like, I'm, I feel like of the movies that's coming out for the DC Universe, so like the new Wonder Woman, you know, what's going to be Cyborg, I'm already flushing that one. Um, I feel like Shazam looks... It looks like they're taking Thor Ragnarok and you know putting Zachary Levi in there. Well, I, I, I it's gonna be like I kind of felt like it's just like a knockoff of Deadpool, like a, a PG thirteen Deadpool. Yeah, so I feel like it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be quirky. I feel like they're gonna absolutely rush this movie because like they want to put him into the Justice League and. You know all this stuff, but I feel like, in in my personal opinion, with the movies, I feel like Glass of the trailers that have come out in the last couple of days, number one, that's the one that I'm looking most dude, forward to. Like, Godzilla obviously hey, is going to be number two. You got to watch Split, dude. Split is a free show too. Yeah, no, that, and again, I knew that this was tied to Unbreakable shortly after the movie came out. I didn't watch it, regretted it. I think I had already moved by the time it came out, and then we were broke, so we didn't go to the movies, but, like, twice the first entire year that I lived here because we were just broke. So now we're in a place financially where we can't go out and watch, like, whatever we want to. And we missed it, and I'm like, I keep looking for it at Walmart. I honestly think I'm going to just rent it from Amazon because it looks looks insane. M. Night is back. Dude, M. Night, yeah, he's starting to pick up heat, dude. There's the tie into Unbreakable, and I'm like that. Of course, one of my favorite movies, of, like of my childhood, you know, because he immediately went from Unbreakable, and that movie bombed when it first came out, but it, you know, it became an occult classic shortly afterward. Well, he did Unbreakable, and then he immediately went and did Signs, M Night, and I like, dude, Signs is still one of my favorite horror movies slash alien movies of that there's ever been. 
And dude. just because, like, it's so intense, dude. That movie's intense. Like, Signs is such a good movie, dude. And, and, and this is, like, I was such a, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do top tens. Um, both in, like, ratings and then, like, movies and albums and just songs of bands. Like, top tens of things. Like, I don't think a top five does justice. And definitely the favorite top three movies or your favorite three movies of all time doesn't really exist. There's so much out there that like you can't have even even 10 is a short number because I could come up with like if we're talking like let's say for instance if we're talking Metallica like a, a top 10 songs you're leaving out like songs that people will be like bro how did you, how could you leave that song out? Well, dude, if he asked me, what's your top 10 favorite movies? I The next thing, like, my first thing out of my mouth is going to be, like, what genre? Because, like, I can give you, the I, dude, I've, it's all I've done is watch movies. Like, right. Uh, collected movies, rented movies, went, went to the movie theater, watched movies. Like, there's top 10 movies that are, like, a driving experience. There's top 10 movies at IMAX. There's ten, top 10 3D, top 10 genre. Like, you're talking action. We're talking horror. We're talking... You know, thriller. Are we talking, you know, superhero? Or are we talking, you know, what are we talking here? Top top ten mob movies, top ten comedies. Like, you can do the whole spiel, dude. So my big thing right now, of all these trailers that came out, is where it first started. Of all the trailers that came out, obviously Glass number one, Godzilla number two, or you know, like A one A and then one B. Mm-hmm. My other one, and it's actually not a movie. It's just of all the trailers that came out is of this Netflix original coming out in September. It's from the dudes and the, the Nickelodeon studio that made the last Airbender TV series. It's called The Dragon Prince. It's a, it's a cartoon. It's it's geared more towards, like, I think, like, 20s, 20s and 30s range. You know, obviously, it's a cartoon. Kids are going to watch it. But, dude, that show, the trailer for that show, like, whenever we're done here wrapping it up, like, watch it youtube it find it it looks good dude i was like i did not expect it i didn't expect it dude i didn't know nothing about it i didn't know that these dudes were even making anything i didn't know nothing and it dude i was so impressed with the trailer and how you know little it shows a lot without showing a lot you know what i'm saying like so much of this i got so interested in it that we came home we went to the grocery store right before we, we started recording. Right. Came home, dropped, we went and got some meat for dinner tonight. I, I turned on the Xbox and put on Amazon Prime, and I literally added the last Airbender TV series from, you know, way back when we were kids to watch it just to gear up for this new show coming out. I think it comes out in the middle of September. So, like, September 18th or something. I forget the, the date. But they showed this trailer at Comic Con, and to me, it was a surprise. I didn't know nothing. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I didn't watch it. I, it's not like E three where I streamed the two hours and you know, and satisfied you know trailer after trailer. So like when this came out, it was like I see you know Glass came out yesterday. Godzilla was the first one I seen for today, and then like while I was watching Godzilla, it was like next up watch Aquaman, next up watch you know Shazam, and then it was like watch the Dragon Prince. So after I got through all of them, I put Dragon Prince up there for trailers, like legitimately good trailers. And then I'm going to go Aquaman Shazam just because I feel like Aquaman does, again, I got like the, the like you said, that Guardians of the Galaxy type of feel. 
I feel like that movie's going to be absolutely swinging for the fences. I feel like they got the right Aquaman. You know, I, f- I feel like Jason Momoa is going to, he, to me, stole the show in Justice League. And he had some of the smaller time. I was really irritated with the Flash. He kind of grew on to me a little bit there. Um, they made him <laughs> too cartoonish. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are, we talking, like his... are we talking the Flash in the movie or are we talking the Flash that Rashid cannot watch? Oh, dude. I, 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 lo- I love Grant Gustin. He's, he's the Flash, dude. Rashid absolutely hates this show. Like, I'll watch it and I'll just like dirty looks across the house. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just feel like Warner Brothers should have just bucked up and paid the, you know, paid the CW like just to inherit the entire universe, dude. Like, fix the Green Arrow problems that you got because that show is a shit show now. You know, capitalize on the Legends of Tomorrow, which is a great show. Great show. Capitalize on your Black Lightning, good show. You know, capitalize on your Flash. Pick, pick up it's issues that it's now starting to have. It's kind of starting to fall in that slump of, you know, falling in the footsteps of arrow, but hold on, hold on. Before we, before we get off guardians, the guys, you see that they fired the director. Yeah. I don't blame Disney. I don't, I don't, you know, we're kind of in a day and age where like, you know, and I've been seeing these comments and like literally every post about James Gunn, like the number one or number two comment is like, you know, if you're judging by things that happened 10 years ago, you know, a lot of us would be without jobs. That may or may not be true. I don't think you and I ever like comfortably said that we were talking about raping children, you know, or like murdering nuns or, you know, talking about like. I may have said, let's murder some nuns or priests. <laughs> I may have at some point. Yeah. Lift out of yeah. yeah, but over but here then, talking... but then again, I don't really give a fuck who who fires me. I just go find another job, and that's what's gonna happen with James Gunn. He's gonna go find yeah. another job, and somebody will pick him up. Yeah, it's Honestly, not yeah. man, not talented. I mean, he's gonna get another job, yeah. and that's what's the sucky part. I feel these like mother- these motherfuckers get fired, but he's still ro- rolling around with like twenty million in his bank account. I get fired, I got fucking twenty dollars for my name. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like. I'm not going to say that Disney was out of line by letting him go once because what happened was it surfaced kind of like the stuff with Chris Hardwick, like the stuff that he went and did under his old Twitter alias, it surfaced when he started talking about, you know, these issues and, you know, drawing interest to these issues, which is commendable on his part, talking about sexual assault, talking about rape victims, talking about pedophilia, talking about this stuff. Well, when it's kind of like when you tug on the tail of a rattlesnake and it turns around and bites you, well, guess what? You're the one that tugged on the tail of the rattlesnake to begin with. So he he was bringing up these issues and then all his old tweets. You know, the internet is an unforgiving animal, ruthless and vicious, undefeated. Yeah, no, definitely. So the dude brought this stuff to light and then just it just overnight his career changed. Well, and, you know, granted, he's still going to be directing movies. Somebody out there is going to love his vision and they're going to give him something to produce and to direct. It's going to happen, you know, but at the same time, I've never made jokes about raping children, raping kids, you know, none of that stuff, none of that stuff. <laughs> so, go, you know, anyone could judge me on something I said 10 years ago. And I probably still stand by it. 
you know, but at the same time, I understand where Disney is coming from. Cause well, if, you know, if you don't, if you don't, you know, for instance, let them go, then you're showing as a multi-billion dollar company that you are okay with this stuff. I, I don't know. I'm just wondering, Disney hired him. I mean, and people, I don't know, like, and this happened too in the, in the all-star game, um, the MLB all-star game just, that happened just a few days ago. Like this pitcher, his name was something hater. Somebody went into his Twitter account, which is pretty active, was pretty active up until the MLB game. And they just uh-huh. scrolled back like, like seven or eight tw- years ago, the tweets. Uh-huh. And he pulled up nothing but like racist shit. Yeah. And he was like, a he was pitching the All-Star game. So I guess people hadn't heard of him, but they did now. And they dug up his tweets. And then he was like, he just walked about. He's like, well, that was a long time ago. We can change now. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, if, like, yeah, you're right. If I wasn't, um, yeah, dude, like, my job was, okay, I'm going to organize, you know, movies, you, you know, and hire um, I'm gonna hire this guy, you know, it's just Tom Cruise or whatever. Let's just say Tom Cruise. Wouldn't you want to know, like, damn, like, okay, look at all his old tweets or look, um, donations like who he's donating to? If he's donating to the KKK, like, obviously, you can't fucking hire this fucking guy, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like. Or he does charity work for, uh, you know, like something, you know, out of line, like, you know, and, and I just think, I just think that's like James Gunn has been directing Guardians of the Galaxy and he's been doing in Marvel's hair for a number of years. And like that, the fact that they didn't know it to me is absurd. Well, dude, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. I'll put it to you like this. The company that I work for, which I'm legally not allowed to tell anyone, like say the name, just because it is a you know publicly owned and traded company that I work for. When when you sign on to be a part of this company, there is like legal disclosures up the yin yang that you have to sign, that you can talk about signing, and it uh, essentially it just says like when you are a member of this company, when you're an employee of this company. Even when you're not at work, you have to hold yourself as like if you see a customer outside of work, you have to hold that as if you're still, you know, in your building. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you have to you can't be out there fist fighting. You can't be out there drinking. You can't be out there, you know, doing all this shit. Cause, you know, I deal with a lot of people every day, you know, and it they do like when I first got hired on, like from being a temp to, to hi- being hired on, like. They they sit you down. They took kind of told me and the the other few guys that got hired. Then, like, if you have anything that is even remotely, you know, scathing, like disconcerting to your character, like speak up or for, or this is gonna bury you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if for any reason we find out that you've been lying, it's the same as a is a drug test or a background test, background <laughs> check. You know, you have to have a certain level of it. You have to pass this or you're not going to be employed. So like, it would be the same instance right now. Like, so you sign all this disclosure stuff to get my job and here I am, you know, almost two years later, a year and a half later. 
But if this were to ever come up, you know, from HR, like this podcast, you know, fucking wild, crazy universe that this ever comes up from an HR standpoint, even though I didn't even mention the company that I work for by name. If this comes up and they're like, hey, you know, we got a bunch of stuff to ask you about this stuff, cussing, you know, all this shit and your opinions. I'm going to fucking stand by everything that I said. And, you know, especially when it comes to, like, the movies and stuff, but all the more serious stuff we've touched on here and there. I'm going to stand by it all because that's what I feel like. If I'm going to be held accountable for anything, it's going to be something that I at least believe in. And if they let me go because of that, then you know what? Then that's out of my... At least I did to what was to the best of my ability to at least say, like, hey, James Gunn, yeah, you're a changed person now. But there's certain shit you don't cross the line and say, especially when it comes to kids, especially when it comes to women, especially when it comes to, you know, shit like that, that there's no place at any time or avenue that that should have been even something that you joke about. And he, you know, I'm not going to say he manned up. He realized he made mistakes. He did say, hey, I'm a changed person. He's gone. I mean, bottom line, I I work for a company that I wouldn't blame them for firing me if I said some shit like that. It's just part of the business. You sign up, that that comes with making the money. Like, you know, he wants he wants the big checks. He wants all that stuff. You know what? You're gonna be held accountable, even though you've only been employed here for five years. You're gonna be held accountable for the other thirty two years of your life, and that's what's happening. And then you know, Dave Bautista came up and spoke up for him, but the same line at the same time, I just know that they're all bent out of shape because the Avengers wiped out the entire foot like. Everything that James Gunn built, Infinity War wiped it out, dude. I dislike Star Lord because of Infinity War, and the rest of the Guardians are ash, like bleeding through, fade into the ash, like they're toast. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I feel like it doesn't really matter. Like, maybe this was just a reason to get rid of him, but there's really nowhere to go for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Like, in reality, like, Marvel's, like, they have to come up with new things and get rid of the old, which is why I feel like Iron Man's going to get, Iron Man's going to be the one to bite the bullet for the Avengers. Yeah. Um, They just simply got nowhere to go with Iron Man. Um, There's simply nowhere to go, literally, with Captain America. The Guardians of the Galaxy are going to come back to what? Um, well, I think the Ravagers are going to take the place. Like you know, I, I think that was totally genius at the end of Guardians Two. You know, having Sylvester Stallone, Miley Cyrus out there, they're going to take up the mantle. And you know, and Ving Rhames, dude, like the the whole Ravager, that's going to be insanity, absolute insanity. And it's kind of like this, dude, with the new Venom movie. So it got unveiled today, or maybe yesterday at Comic Con, that there's going to be five symbiotes. In this universe, there's going to be yeah. five. Venom is one, and then one called Riot. The, 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 I believe he's yellow. Got announced that he's going to be in the movie. And there's only so many more that I actually want to see. Number one, I, well, I'm, gonna, I'm calling it right now. I'm talking about it right now. I'm putting it out in the cyber interwebs. Woody Harrelson as Carnage. I'm calling it now. I'm going to be the most pissed off. If that doesn't happen, because they already, you know, Woody Harrelson has a secret role, and there's five symbiotes. Um, 
you know, there's Venom, obviously, I think. Um, there's the Anti-Venom. Yeah, there's Anti-Venom. There's, I want, dude, there's a, there's a chick Venom that's like a cross between Spider-Man and Venom. He's like blue and black, or she's like blue and black. That was a pretty, pretty bamf. There was, there's a whole mess, dude. There's a whole mess. I, the names will come to me like when we're not even talking anymore, so I'm not. <laughs> but, like, there's just, there's a lot of things. Then there's the Venomosaurus Rex, dude. And totally outlandish. That's never going to be there, but that would be dope if they were. But, anyway, so th- this got talked about. There's like five symbiotes going to be in this universe. And, you know, this again, it's a bridge to Spider-Man. Not entirely, but a bridge nonetheless. Did you see that uh, Comcast is out of the running to acquire Fox? Oh, yeah, dude, because Marvel put down, like... And now, like, nothing is left in the way between... Yeah, dude, Well, somebody for Fox is suing Marvel right now. They put a lawsuit to stop the buy, but dude, it's not gonna last long. When you when you have that much money, dude, like when there's that much money on the line, it wouldn't surprise me if the dude that's like having this lawsuit, he just gets paid some ungodly amount of money to just go away. So that way it makes way because dude, like you gotta understand this is a business decision. Marvel is spending, you know, forty eight billion dollars to potentially make a trillion over the next hundred years. Like, they're going to have the entire catalog collection of mutants, of of miracles. It's, well, you know, like the end of uh, the Winter Soldier when... when Is it the Winter Soldier or... Yeah, I think it's the end of Winter Soldier. Yeah, anyway, new mutants, miracles, superheroes... You know, then you got, you know, you got your whole classification of mutants, you know, tier one through five billion, you know, the whole, the whole sector of Marvel characters, everything from Galactic, like space, you're talking Silver Surfer, Galactus, Guardians of the Galaxy, Kree Scroll, all that. And then the X-Men. Well, as soon as Disney gets all of it, it's back in the hands of Marvel, uh, Hands down, dude, we could get the stories that, that nobody's getting right now, dude. It's and, and like I said, Marvel's only got so many more avenues to go. I, uh, Thanos ashing everybody was a good a good thing for it because now you don't actually know who's coming back. And the guard, I mean, even though the Guardians of the Galaxy are slated for another movie, like I don't believe um, Mantis is coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I do want to watch Infinity War again. I'm waiting for it to come out. It comes out in August, I think. Yeah, I, don't I, know, I don't know if they can bring back uh, Gamora. Well, I think they're going to be trapped inside the Infinity Stone. You know, I think that's... I think that's... The Infinity Stone. The, is it the... Soul Stone. The Soul Stone is the last one? Yeah, I think they're going to be trapped inside the Soul Stone because it's like... Kind of like where, okay, so the movie where I came to that conclusion rationally, not just throwing an opinion out there. When Thanos throws Gamora off the cliff, it goes into that sequence where she's like a kid and they're standing underneath, like they're like in a lake, like a very shallow lake. And then there's like the awning. 
and Gamora is like a child and she's talking to him, you know, so she's saying all this stuff. Well, she, he was the, the first to take a life to take this, what would be the soul stone. She was the, its first victim. She's there. She's standing in there. So I feel like there's going to be a whole collection of people that are in there, you know, and it's going to be up to Ant-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, a Doctor Strange, you know, the, or the very few that are left to save, you know, what's going to be Spider-Man, Drax, Black Panther, you know, to save all of these people. And then, you know, Captain Marvel, obviously, she going to be there. So I just I'm interested to see where it ends up, but I I still feel like they're all gonna be there alive. But I still don't feel like everyone that's there is not is not safe. Still, I feel like even though there's people that lived, they're not safe, and there's people that died, you know, quote unquote died, they're not safe. I just feel like some people are gonna swap, and then they're gonna defeat Thanos, and some of the people that are gone now are coming back, such as Black Panther and Spider Man, because you know they have their movies coming up. And there's people that are safe right now, theoretically, Captain, Amer- uh, Captain America and Iron Man, and I feel like they're toast. I feel like Winter Soldier's coming back. They just started calling him the White Wolf, which is pretty much the White Black Panther, which is pretty dope. But I feel like he's coming back. Well, there, so. there's a number of crazy fan theories. Uh, number one, I mean, I mean, we could go on all, all day about this, but... They're saying, and I actually believe this a lot more now, that Thor was never on the ship or floating in space. Or not Thor, uh, the Hulk. The Hulk was never on the ship uh-huh. when Thanos came aboard. He blew up, he flew off. Because the Valky- Valkyrie is not on the ship either. Yeah. Um, and they were like buddy buddies. Mm-hmm. Thanos takes out Loki, but that's not really Loki. Loki is actually Thor. Or not Thor. Loki is actually the Hulk. And that's why when the Hulk gets sent to Earth, he can't transform into the Hulk. Could be. Bruce Banner can't physically transform into the Hulk because he can't physically square up with anybody. So Loki... Is just down there as Bruce Banner while the Hulk is in space with Valkyrie somewhere. Yeah. Um, they don't get in, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's, the door is open for any possibility on that too. But I feel like there's nowhere for Spider-Man to go after this either. Like, in reality, what is he going to fight? Somebody powerfuller than Thanos? Like, no. I don't even know what Spider-Man 2 is going to be about, but I... You know what I mean? Like, who are the Guardians of the Galaxy going to face off against that's not Thanos? Well, apparently, Spider-Man's going to be having Mysterio as his villain, and Jake Gyllenhaal is supposedly lined up to play him. Just, that's that's interesting, because he's, dude, his last four movies, they killed it, dude. He, he's, he's, he's been pretty good. So, like, we just watched Nightcrawler again, like about three weeks ago, and that movie's insanity. Insanity. So I feel like they're capitalizing on him getting hot at the right moment. That's pretty good. So, but yeah, I feel like they can really be anywhere. But, but I am going to have to segue away. I'm going to have to be hopping off here. 
Shay's getting on me about not eating dinner. That's what we went and bought. Ah, fuck. Yeah, I know. We we're just getting into the good stuff too, but you know, it's food is food and life is life. So I gotta, we gotta spend some time. Together. I know. I wanna. AJ wants to try tomorrow. This podcast. So I'll let you know if that works out or not. That we can hop in. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Let me know, and we'll jump on it. Appreciate you having me on. All right, for sure. I, I will be back though. All right. All right. Later. Later.